You can become an expert in any area when you view occurrences from multiple angles. Not just these, but the tangible too. Personal relations, deeds, emotive qualities and other unseen traits and facets of life. What just my aura and words without you maybe even realising teaches. Anti-drunk driving. Why would you not get this yet? I do know. Because the lessons are taught all wrong. Everyone lives with survival instincts determining their ways and a massive hidden to many instinct practiced unconsciously is self-preservation. Make it visual, hobble back and forth, make it audible, shout really loudly and potentially take something dear away, something personal. It is so easily done. You too can end up walking like this or worse in a wheelchair. Pass the feeling, silence the room. Every aspect of my personality and how I process my deeds and work are a lesson in themselves. Have deliberately left this work with the odd abstract linguistics to portray the damaging past. My damaging past is obvious when you meet me, or not so much, as if I was just sat in a room you wouldn't know. But get familiar with me, and this is obvious. The magnitudes, magnitudes that my only two, uh, one and a half mate now put up with, uh, well, I haven't got any mates now, <laughs> apart from professionals. I wouldn't do the same if, uh, the, if the shoes were reversed. Many mates have come and gone, short-lived for this very reason. I am privileged and certainly did not ever think this would happen. See, my dreams are coming true and there is no magnitude to the height of the dream. Talk more on this later. All I will say here is keep your dreams and ambition colossal. If you fail, tell others. I make use of all attributes that I fail, fail at to educate the one of the biggest lessons of my time, drunk driving. Do this if you wish to end up like me. I walk and talk differently. I even write differently. I think differently was much worse before I was reborn. The people around me, friends, there aren't many, any. I can count them on two fingers. Uh, and yes, one might be the index finger and the one next to it. Uh, this was written a while ago. They're, 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 they're extinct now. There's no friends. And and this is aimed at the remaining two, the yeah, two fingers. They do me no good. They are big drinkers who use venomous speech and only one of them very occasionally says something that causes me to actually have a thought. As I was saying, the people who know me have all learned by me just by being in contact. They see what I go through and what I write and hear what I say, 
I can say that most of the people I've ever acquainted since the accident would not ever drink, drive or discriminate. This book I firmly believe is a is an excellent present to those you love, no matter their no, no matter their ages, or for your school, college or university or work colleagues. Mates, perhaps you probably know drink drivers. Perhaps you are educating yours or another's child or children or even adults. If they can appreciate the sentiments behind a gift, they shall remain eternally grateful. I'll stop anyone who crosses my path from drink drug driving. Want a cure to drink driving? This will work. My history involves drink driving and my ongoing future is deterring dangerous driving. Personal stories of disability and society and realities will affect you more than laws. There are many memoirs to come, but don't don't be fooled. This is not a conceited self-fulfillment. So I thought we would start early with the potential results of living these memoirs. You can acquaint such qualified attributes and life skills. Every trip out was filled with horrors that society found acceptable. I hobbled to the traffic lights. Two girls started laughing loudly at how I seemed. Oh well, they were young. Young kids don't affect me anymore. I find it heartwarming to find uh, to to see a kid laugh, no matter what it's about. Uh, then a teenager passed me, but came rushing back, brushed past me, just to press the button on the crossing lights for me. I carried on. Further along on the same journey, a woman coming toward me looked up, saw me, shook her head and crossed the busy main road instead of past me on the pavement. I carried on. I, w- I was in town with mum, went to the went to some place. The woman looked at me daft. I hobbled over after nearly falling over, asked her a question and unbelievably she swung on her chair and shouted the answer to my question at mum who stood near the entrance. Uh, I carried on. Nearly fell down the escalator in a foyer. Five minutes later, I was exiting. I was, I was about 100 metres away from the door. A woman looking, looking back saw me approach and fully opened the door and held it wide open for me. I know she was trying to be nice, but these acts are insulting to some disabled people. Fair enough, hold the door if the person is about to come through, but waiting for a whole minute just says, I find you incapable. I got in, I can get out. I carried on. Just outside the very same door, I tripped and stumbled a little. A man saw this, came over with a glutton look on his face. He asked me for a cigarette. I said no. He then gave me a sob story why he urgently needed money for the train. I said no. He asked me for something else. I said no. I carried on. 
Can you not imagine every trip out, including all this and other detrimental behaviour? The beha- the, this this behaviour you might find acceptable. Perhaps you even do this. Well, I'm telling you to stop. If the person is in a wheelchair or is obviously going to have trouble getting through the door, then you can wait as long as your life allows. But otherwise, I really recommend you stop this behaviour. Don't become less courteous, but do treat people equally. Your subconscious will listen as you say thank you to the boy for helping with a button or the woman helping with the door and think you must want this treatment. So it changes you internally and externally. Fact is science. Well-meaning well-wishers unknowingly harm you as much as scroungers or ignorance. I really hope I'm educating. You will know if you're being wrong or if help is really needed. Can you not put yourself in such a situation? Disability prejudice has many faces, but a lot think they are being nice. A wealth, a wealth of experiences taken simply as hard and unfair at the time led to a life full of important lessons, later regarded much. So my work, seeming part memoir, that is because there are things to be learned from my whole life story. Wish I was taught exactly what life has shown me, so feel obliged to teach these very lessons. You can learn much from devastation. Do you wish for this in your own lives, or will you learn from my life? Always wanted to educate others in important lessons, but underestimated myself. My life has shown me... I know some vital things if you want to succeed and even live an ordinarily productive life. By ordinary, I intend to teach something magnificent, but maybe you are happy with just a simple, plain, productive life with nothing from the ordinary. I have knowledge that can transmute the ordinary to extra. Thought a calm first 20 years of my life was to continue. Unemployment, study, searching us unsuccessfully in all the wrong places and few friends since school age. Moved home the year I left school and my existence got quieter and quieter. From driving in the wrong lane to conquering a self he never knew. Visual mind. Childhood was an absolute fairy tale. Climbed trees, united the whole game, uh, the whole playground to a mass game of football. Built dens, and won every race on sports day. Lived with mum and sis. Missed out on a, some vital lessons of growth. I feel. Learned all all my life the hard way. Considering less fortunate people, I have had an acceptable life. Lives would not be lives if we did not experience the good and the best. And learning will never utter a lesson opposite. 
This continued into adulthood, but he thought these lessons were meant to get easier. Instead came the hardest trial to date. He had friends to share his time with, should regard these memories as life was to get lonely. He had an impeccably visual mind and an astonishing imagination. Could visualise anything, and he did. This made him feel with might his life was profound, but he figured it was nothing special. We could all do this with our mind. Late years, he would discover it was no coincidence. He was to adopt the value of visualising for healing. It is more powerful than he inclined. Did not so much require being... As, as mediocre as he was, his mind would keep him company and occupy him. From an early age, he did not realise it, but his reality was largely in the uh, mind's eye. He too was to unfold this truth in decades' time. He has heard it best not to live in the past does not have a wealth of memories anyway, was so caught up in his colourful mind, most of life slipped past without notice. He just remembers the poor events, so it's best he does not transport back. Imagination can and will take you anywhere. The mind does not distinguish between a real event and a pure imagined one. There is little I can teach about being a child, except to the elders. He wishes with his shoulders that he was encouraged more to appreciation of hidden motive, invisible qualities, independence, and other foundations of adulthood, and given more responsibilities. Serious conversation was replaced with little belief and expectation, he figures he would be more today if he was, if more was expected from him, even a kid in him. After all, what a kid learns stays with them. If they learn little, that stays with them. Treat a kid like a child and they will meld into your desire. He did not have social parents. This affected the child's growth as well. I want to express as always laid. As a fairly non-expressive character, he has though got some knowledge to share. Wisdom has grown in his years. Something bound after treachery. He faced a challenge and after a so promising a start in life, he began by not comprehending. He was certain of his destiny. Uh, how did this appear? but it was not to be the worst. He is an adult now, having badly sown seeds, he reaped the harvest, but eventually he recalls the diamond seeds he had sown long ago, and continues by making these prominent in thought, in mind, so they will affect change.